Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 97.1 FM The Drive presents the Behind the Song Podcast. Taking you deeper into classic rock's most timeless tunes. Here's your host... In this episode of Behind the Song, we'll take a trip through the lyrics and the meaning of the song America by Simon and Garfunkel. Released on the Bookends album, their fourth in February of 1968, it's a song that paints a picture of America through the eyes of its narrator and lyric writer, a young Paul Simon, taking a road trip through cities and small towns across the land, seeking something the essence of the country, the curative properties that the hum of traveling long distances can have on the soul, or what the future might hold for him and his romantic companion. It's a song that is so brilliant in tone because it imbues the patriotic pride that Americans feel with a sadness that is as palpable now as it was when it was written, directly reflecting the time. The year that this album was released, America was experiencing one of its most turbulent periods. Both Martin Luther King Jr. and Senator Robert F. Kennedy were assassinated. The war in Vietnam was becoming more and more divisive, and historic civil protests were commencing in Chicago and elsewhere. The American people were changing. A certain innocence was dying. While new realizations about the cycle of power, both here and in the world at large, We're making people restless and wondering. The song's core is actually an autobiographical account of a real-life trip that Paul Simon took back in 1964 with his then-girlfriend, a shy English girl named Kathy Chitty. But before we get into that, let's dig into a little backstory on how the two happened to meet him so far from his native New York. Simon had been singing with Art Garfunkel since they became friends at age 11 in Queens, both from hardworking Jewish families. Simon wrote the songs, and Garfunkel provided the perfect harmony, and they performed and recorded together, going by the name Tom and Jerry, through college. Simon got his degree in English literature at Queens College in 1963 and briefly went to law school, then moved to England, while Garfunkel studied architecture, art history, and later mathematics, receiving his M.A. in education from Columbia University at the height of the group's success. But back in 1964, they found themselves auditioning for Clive Davis at Columbia Records, who signed them and convinced them to record under their given names of Simon and Garfunkel instead of Tom and Jerry. Shortly thereafter, their debut album, Wednesday Morning 3 a.m., was released, an album which contained the song The Sound of Silence, which wasn't a big hit at first, and in fact, the entire album flopped on the charts. So the duo broke up, and Simon moved back to England, returning to the girl he had fallen in love with there. Kathy. He was 22, while she was still a teenager, and they met at the Railway Inn Folk Club in Essex, where she was working selling tickets. Kathy was beautiful and reserved, and she was Paul Simon's muse for a long period in the 60s. 
It is her picture on the cover of his 1965 solo album, The Paul Simon Songbook. She is the same Kathy he's singing about in Kathy's song from Simon and Garfunkel's 1966 Sounds of Silence album. It's Kathy he's writing about who waits for him in the song Homeward Bound from their Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Time album, also released in 1966. And it was the trip that the couple took through the U.S. together that Simon details in the song America, released after the two broke up. An odd thing happened in 1965. Radio stations in America began getting requests seemingly from out of the blue for the sound of silence from their debut album, which had been written off as a failure. This phenomenon caused Simon and Garfunkel to regroup and continue their career together. Kathy, by her own account, found herself unable to deal with the spotlight that Paul Simon found himself in on the heels of success. And ultimately, it was his fame that caused the two to end their relationship. But back in 1964, when Paul Simon was wandering around England solo, not thinking he had a career per se, he and Kathy headed to the States to take a road trip of discovery together. Art Garfunkel described America as young lovers with their adventure and optimism, and it was that. But it is also a song that puts down in poignant words the feeling of being disillusioned, confused at a loss of beauty and innocence. America starts with Simon humming, Garfunkel harmonizing on that hum, a pensive component of the song that touches feeling as much as the words do. And the words go like this. Let us be lovers. We'll marry our fortunes together. I've got some real estate here in my bag. So we bought a pack of cigarettes and Mrs. Wagner pies. And we walked off to look for America. So the pair have set off, hitchhiking along the roads and interstates of America, where you can become instantly anonymous with only each other to confirm the particulars of the trip, to share the moments on the road. The detail about Mrs. Wagner pies is also uniquely American. The pies were popular in the Northeast in the 60s, single serve, wrapped in waxed paper, made by Mrs. Wagner's Homemade Pies, which was headquartered in New Jersey and later Brooklyn, a part of Paul Simon's 60s New York. The company went out of business in 68, the year that this song was released. The bag mentioned here is the real estate. That line is a nod to the idea that when you're young, you're not tied down to any one place, free to go about and do as you please, Traveling light to see as much as possible, to look for what you might find along the road. America continues. Kathy, I said, as we boarded a Greyhound in Pittsburgh, Michigan seems like a dream to me now. It took me four days to hitchhike from Saginaw. I've gone to look for America. It's interesting that Simon chose Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and Saginaw, Michigan to highlight in the song, two industrial towns producing steel and cars, which now have seen a flood of departures from residents who, like the couple in this song, have gone elsewhere to look for America. The song's lyrics are immortalized in Saginaw. They were spray-painted on the remains of 28 abandoned factories and empty buildings by an artistic collective in 2010. 
A statement made by the artists on the scattering of the population after General Motors closed shop there and the jobs dried up, which made these lyrics about hitchhiking away from the city to look for a better life elsewhere in the land especially resonant. The song continues, and that wistfulness continues to creep in, even as the couple have moments of levity along the trip to pass the time. There's a realization that the road is more constant even than themselves or their fellow travelers, and that what they're looking for may not in fact be there or anywhere. He sings, Laughing on the bus, playing games with the faces. She said the man in the gabardine suit was a spy. I said, be careful, his bow tie is really a camera. Toss me a cigarette. I think there's one in my raincoat. We smoked the last one an hour ago. So I looked at the scenery. She read her magazine. And the moon rose over an open field. Now here I'd like to point out that nowhere in these lines will you hear a rhyme. Simon wrote the song without any rhyme at all, which probably lends to the feeling that you're watching a little movie play out. He wrote the lines like a script. Genius in its simplicity, and none more than in the last part of the song when he sings, Kathy, I'm lost, I said, though I knew she was sleeping, and I'm empty and aching, and I don't know why. Counting the cars on the New Jersey Turnpike, they've all come to look for America. Now, the last part of the song is where these cinematic lines so visual become the most emotionally piercing. Only after she is asleep does he tell her his real feelings. Kathy, I'm lost. I'm empty and aching, and I don't know why. That was a feeling that most everyone who bought the Bookends album could likely relate to when it was released in 1968. Young optimism peppered with a sinking despair about Vietnam, civil unrest, and what America might be like in the future. It's a feeling that resonates through America today, now, in 2020, another most turbulent of years in U.S. history, battling a global pandemic, social upheaval, and growing political division. There is a carryover from the feelings in this song down through time from 1968 to now. The cosmic wandering of the American soul. The miles ticked off by white lines down the interstate rolling through a land that was different then than it is now and will be different again as time goes on. The grand majesty and size of a place as big as America, observed through the eyes of one person as small as you or me. Not knowing what the future holds and hoping for the best. And as for our narrator, Simon set to a hum the essential truth of everyone, young or old, when he bared his soul to Kathy as she slept through the miles. Even together with someone, we're all still alone with the thoughts in our own head and heart. And it's the dual nature of the song, intimate and universal at the same time, that has inspired others to choose it when trying to speak to uniquely American problems. David Bowie sang it at the concert for New York City after 9-11 happened in 2001, himself by then a longtime New Yorker. 
It was immortalized in the Cameron Crowe film Almost Famous when Zoe Deschanel's character Anita played the song for her overprotective mother to explain why she was leaving home and striking out on her own to be her own person. Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel broke up in 1970 after their final studio album, Bridge Over Troubled Water, was released. They both went solo and have reunited several times since then. Together, they have won 10 Grammy Awards and were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as a duo in 1990. They were arguably the most successful folk rock duo to come out of the 60s, selling over 100 million albums to date. Paul Simon went on to marry three times. His first wife, Peggy, is the silver girl he sings about in the song Bridge Over Troubled Water. His second marriage to the actress Carrie Fisher was turbulent, and their relationship continued even after their divorce. He is currently married to his third wife, musician Edie Brickell. As for Kathy Chitty, the English girl who inspired so many of Simon's songs in those early days, she lives in a little village in northern Wales, where she works as an administrator at a technical college. A mother of three grown children who all live in London, she still takes the bus to work every day. Paul Simon has referred to his time with Kathy as the most peaceful of his life. And indeed, there is something about our first loves that stays with us through time and distance, remembering ourselves as we were then, as much as the places we were in, taken in snapshots in our minds. With America, Simon gave us not only his perspective as a young man with unanswerable questions, but also a love letter to a place that will always have mysteries, beauty and ugliness, trouble and hope. A place that will always have stories to be told. I'm Janda, and this has been Behind the Song. Special thanks to Christian Lane for music and sounds. Subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Podcast One, or stream for free at WDRV.com, Behind the Song, or on the Drive app. Follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Jandalane Radio, and on Twitter at Jandalane. On the way, new episodes on the lyrics of Heart, The Clash, and more classic rock and roll. Put the power of podcasting to work for your business. You can be part of Behind the Song and reach potential customers inside every episode. To advertise your product or service by sponsoring Behind the Song, send an email to podcast at hubbardradio.com now.